Miles Apart podcast. Um, today it'll just be me and Gavin. Unfortunately, tragedy has befallen Harry. Harry is no longer with us. He's watching Eternals. Yeah, yeah. Harry had hit us up earlier in the week, and I was like, "Hey, so uh, are you guys gonna like Venmo me, or is it like PayPal? Like, how does this work? What are you talking about, Harry?" He said, "You know, um, I've been on the show, and uh, I haven't received any like royalties or any type of payment or anything." And so, yeah, moving forward, Harry will no longer be on this podcast. He wanted royalties, and then we had to explain to him that we don't make much. Much we don't make anything. <laughs> we don't make anything. He's yeah. like, I want to restructure my deal. I want to redo my contract. He's like, what contract? Like, what do you think's happening here? <laughs> like, Harry, I'm so, sitting in bed in my pajamas in a blanket. Yeah, we're not making any money. And then he said, well, <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm out. He's like, you guys do this shit for free? What the fuck's wrong with you? And then he cussed us out. No, we're just kidding. He's watching Eternals, and we will do an Eternals. So um, if you guys watch this for entertainment, movies, shit like that, this ain't the cast for you. Today's going to be sports. And then if you want to stick around for the sports section, more than one. If you if you like our usual banter, it's going to be more so of that. We're not breaking down any X's or O's. The NFL lost its goddamn mind this past week. So there's just what some a big fucking stories. week for the National Football League. Who would have had the foresight to say putting a team in Las Vegas would not have ended well? You know, the, the, the weird thing is they have a hockey team. I think they have a WNBA team. They have seemed to have been, you know, well, we don't want to make light of any situations or anything like we don't. that here. But. So just off the top, this is a fucked up situation all around. Henry Ruggs, as you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, had... Henry Ruggs, wide receiver, drafted last year, 22 years old. Um, tragedy, like I said, fucked up situation all around. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy During, for the victim. It's a tragedy for, honestly, everyone all around. This man is 22. A 22-year hippocampus doesn't work as much. Is that the right word? Oblo- no, it's your frontal. Frontal lobe. Hippocampus is what helps us breathe and stuff. That's what mama says. I'm not a fucking medical professional. No, it's from the water boy. But again, not to make light of this situation. Situation. I mean, it is a fucked up situation all around. And I think Derek Carr had the best response. Go with the video if you haven't seen it. Because a lot of people kind of now aren't going to Henry Ruggs. And rightly so. The woman that lost her life in this was also around the same age as him. Was she 22 or 23? I think, yeah, she was somewhere around there, too. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the gist of the situation was this man was under the influence. He was driving. And the woman's name, the young woman's name was Tina Otintor. Recipe. Her rest and her, in peace, you know, her dog. She didn't deserve that. She did not. She was driving in her neighborhood, and the speed limit in that neighborhood was about 45 miles per hour. And Thursday, um, a statement was released that 
I mean, there's nothing that's going to bring her around. She had a three-year-old golden retriever named Max, who was also alongside her in that in that car. And Henry Ruggs, um, Chevrolet Corvette rear-ended Tintor's Toyota Art Rav Four early Tuesday night, going at 156 miles per hour. Jesus, into flames, and. Rugg's blood level was a 0.16, twice the legal limit. And you know what? At this point, if everybody's mad at Rugg's, I don't under, I, I, I do understand. And I don't judge those people. But as Derek Carr said right now, Derek Carr's a man of faith. And get it. A lot of people kind of, I think he said he needs, he needs, love. he needs yeah. love, not deserves it, but he needs it. Because if you go to TMZ, you have that video. He's sitting there crying on the side path with his girlfriend. I don't know what was happening before. Nothing he says or does will change or bring Mrs. Ten- Miss Tintor's life back. But it's a crazy And I'm sorry we're starting it off heavy it's a, weeks in a it's row. A, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fucked, fucked up, up situation. situation all and I think the more details that came out, the worse it got. Like, I remember... The first time that I think like we saw it like, you know, early that morning, it was on all over Twitter and it was like, oh, Henry Ruggs was in an accident, which, you know, somebody, you know, it caused to like a like a death. And that was about it. And I was just like, oh, damn, my God, like that's fucked up. But then the more details that trickled out when it trickled out, like, hey, he was under the influence. Oh, it was double the legal amount. He was driving fast, like how fast a hunt. He was a few seconds before the crash. He was clocked in at 154, 156 miles per hour. Dude, that is just an insane speed to go anywhere. Like you, you on, on any type of road, but in like a residential neighborhood, that's just, re- it's crazy. It's just mind, you know, bogging that you're going that fast. So he's clocked in going that fast seconds before the crash. And they said that when the airbags deployed, it was 127. So, like, I've been in a, I've been in a couple car wrecks before. I think we were going like 60, and we hit a tree, and it was crazy. But, like, to go that fast, dude, and it, you know, it's a fucked up situation. She was just minding her own business, doing her own thing, and then this happened. You know, that's a, that's the tragedy of it. Like, you know, you could be out driving, you just doing your own thing, and you never know, man. Like, you should never you know, drive under the influence. And then if you are driving under the influence, like to go that fast, it's just, it's crazy. You know, all the people that are, people did kind of come at Derek Carr. Like think of what's been going on with Derek Carr. Like a couple of weeks ago, he had to make a statement because of Gruden, which looks very, like that situation seems very about that <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. And then now he's talking about this. And, you know, some people are like, Oh, you don't think like the family, like he needs love. It's like, he's not saying that he is just kind of like, you know, Ruggs is the guy that he knows and everything like that. And, you know, Derek Carr is a good guy. I'm pretty sure he's probably reached out to the victim's families as, as well. Like he's a man of faith. Like you said, good Bakersfield boy. There's two people. There's two people who, who are going to be mad as fuck and they deserve to be mad as fuck in this situation. One is the loved ones, or two, two. I guess not two people, but two parties. The family of the victim, 
right? The family of Tina. Nobody will understand their pain and they, they deserve to be mad. They have every right to be mad. And the other is Mr. Ruggs himself. He's going to have to live with this. And I saw that video on TMZ. And as life goes on, he has to know that he killed a person. You're going to have to spend the rest of his life living with that. This is heavy. Besides those yeah. two people, outside perspective, I mean, all we can say is it's a fucked up situation and move on. From- He's going to get convicted. He's going to get, you know, hopefully justice is served. If justice being served means he's going away for a long, long time. And, you know, Nevada's laws are, you know, they don't fuck around when it comes to DUIs and, you know, manslaughter and stuff like that. So I think he's got convicted on two felonies. So um, just just hope justice is served and hopefully it somewhat brings peace to the, you know, the victim's family, even though this is going to be a lifelong thing for, like you said, the victim's family and also rugs so you know tragic and then what just came out before we started this podcast was raiders cornerback damon arnett posted a video waving guns around threatening to kill somebody what the fuck las vegas raiders you, you you would think that like hey you put a sports team in a party city like vegas some shit's gonna go down but like I think the Vegas Knights have been playing there for a couple seasons and then they have a WNBA team as well. And they seem to have been, you know, doing good. I think, you know, but I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just sucks. It just sucks all, all around. And, um, the gun yeah, thing like that jackass needs to be suspended or something like, bro, what are you doing? I just think now's not the time. I think now should have been like Derek Carr's their leader. They should look at the guy like, it's just nuts. What's but, the next NFL story? Let's, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no way to transition out of this. Oh yeah, this is going to be a terrible transition, but we'll figure it out. Next transition is Aaron Rodgers. Actually, if we're going to be speaking about NFL, Aaron Rodgers has he's the next biggest story out of because of the COVID. NFL saying this guy's lying. The football league saying they're not backing him up right now. Because he's been like pussyfooting around his whole vaccination status. Yeah, that, I, I had never, I had never noticed that. But apparently, like he tested positive recently, and then it turned out he was never vaccinated. And it kind of went back to people going back and looking at a clip when he was originally asked this back in like August or some other you know previous month when they were asking him like, "Hey, are you are you vaccinated?" And he said, "I'm immunized." And then I think like nobody, nobody like had a follow up question to that, and they all were just like, "Oh, okay, I guess that means he's vaccinated," and then just moved on. And it turns out, and he oh. said that he spoke with the league doctors about the vaccine, but the NFL denies Aaron Rodgers' claim that he spoke to the league um, doctors about vaccine. This guy went to UC Berkeley, so he he, he's, he's, a well- he's a smart guy. Well, he, at least he, he, he comes off as that. You know, did you see him at all? Like he was on the McAfee show and he kind of, you know, spoke his side of it. He, you know, he said the woke mob and people are coming after him to try to cancel him because of that. And, you know, we, we, we really try to stay away from the whole vaccine stuff on this pod. I do. I do. Just cause, but you know, we got to kind of talk about it right now. So my, my, my thing about that is, you know, he says he took advice from Joe Rogan. So just as a disclaimer, people, you guys 
if you want to know stuff about the vaccine, probably consult a doctor. Maybe Joe Rogan is not the guy ran fucking fear factor. And then the UFC and he, I have a podcast and we're not as good as him. We will probably never be as good as him. He's a great podcaster, but I like how you said, probably though. Hey, you never know. You never know. I mean, Joe Rogan is not a doctor. So guess what? Joe Rogan has access to the best doctors in the world, the best medicine in the world. And he has millions of dollars. You, most people, me included, do not. So when we get COVID, we will not get the same treatment Joe Rogan gets when we get COVID. And Aaron Rodgers has kind of similar the same yeah, you know, so, as Rogan. So It just never ceases to amuse me. I, I've always considered, considered that Aaron Rodgers is a fudu, <laughs> which in Punjabi means it's vernacular for very educated. It's a, definitely a bigger fudu than I thought he would be. He's one of the biggest fudus in the league, I would say. Yeah. You know, minus all the bullshit he pulled this off season, but okay. So, so here's just, the just, from- just, 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 just to be fair, please don't. It's not vernacular for educated. Pudu means dumbass. I think close. I mean, loosely translated. All I'm yeah, saying is, like Jackson, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Jackson Mahomes is a giant Pudu. So, all I'm trying to say is, bro, here is, you know, you do you. Um, I'm not going to give anybody medical opinions. I'm not going to tell people what to do or what to say. Um, cause you know, so personally, my thing is, I'm willing ask your doctor. Uh, Just ask your own doctor. Ask your doctor. Are. Yeah. People, it's a black, people tend to have it's not black right and white. It's not black yeah. and white. There's shades of gray, bro. And you know, probably well, shouldn't look whole, to Joe Rogan. That's just the medical biggest advice. Thing. That's just the biggest thing that's kind of happened with this whole covid and then vaccine thing you know we we talk a lot about movies like you know those let's say let's say for example you know because when covid was like like in in its height of like you know in in 2020 like in the early stages and stuff people are comparing it to contagion and stuff like that like i never watched contagion but let's say we're in like an apocalypse movie and like a viral like like a crazy disease is out right in the movie so in the movie, all the scientists get together, boom, boom, boom. They're everybody's scrambling to make a cure for this disease. And then at the end of that, and at the end of the movie, when they make a cure for the disease, you know, everybody kind of like starts taking a cure, and then like the disease gets cured and things get better. In real life, it apparently is not like that. It's like hey, everybody, everybody worked and developed a treatment, and everybody's like, "Well, how did you develop it so fast? We don't know the side effects of it." It's like. You know, everybody, the, the, the term do your own research has really been big over the past couple of years. But I think was, doing your own research isn't reading social media or TikTok or TikTok. That's not research, folks. Uh, like, like, but there's just so much misinformation out there. Like Lindsay Jones, she tweeted, among the things Rogers said today was that an NFL doctor told him, if he was vaccinated, he couldn't catch or and, spread COVID. A league source NFL said Rogers. Yeah, a league source said Rogers never spoke with the league MD or one of the jointly appointed infectious disease experts, though it was offered. And, and you know, here comes in the misinformation stuff again. This is off of Twitter, so there's just I, no, I tried. The NFL to, I, has put out a claim that said they. Never, no, no, no. I know, but then somebody tweeted or commented on that tweet. 
Name another, quote, vaccine that still allows you to contract that what it's supposed to protect you from. People don't know how vaccines work. And they go around, they go around just spreading all this misinformation and people get into thought bubbles and it's just, it's just a mess. And, you know, Rogers did say that, Hey, at the time when, you know, the, apparently there's an ingredient in either Pfizer or Moderna, which he's allergic to. And he said at, at that time, his option was the J and J. Um, and then he said, like when he was considering that, um it was starting like you know some people that he consulted with like people were having a little bit of adverse effects and then eventually you know you remember back in uh, like a few months ago last year uh where jane jay got pulled for a little time because of the blood clot issue and then he said that's when it kind of went off the table for him and then you know that's fine that's fine in my personal opinion just don't lie about it and yeah and then also the thing is in the nfl i don't think they really mandate their players Mm -hmm. as crazy as like the NBA or anybody else's there's unvaccinated players in the NFL, but they have certain and rules that they have to follow, which he hasn't it. been following. And I get it. Uh, my thing is personally, personally, take it or leave it. What I'm putting down, you can pick it up or you can leave it the fuck alone. I am pro vaccine, but anti-mandates. It's kind of a weird stance, but you know, life is not like I said earlier, black and white. There's shades yeah. of gray. I feel like, the vaccine to me is I, I've gotten a booster. I've gotten it three times. If I do die, please come to my funeral and say, ha, told you so. But so far I'm doing fine. But I think the other side of it to me is anti-mandate. I am because you should be able to control what you put in your body. But you should also be able to live with the repercussions. And I think, Jess, be- I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that because I think people – take that as the choice. Oh, if you're pro-vaccine, that means it could, it needs to be mandated as well. And then people that are like, I'm not against mandates. That means I'm not going to take it too. So you could have that joint stance like you do, man. Like, I think that's a good stance to have. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, dude, if you're not vaccinated, then cool. Like, you know, the NFL is not mandating it. You have rules that you got to follow but then you're a crafty little bastard <laughs> he's a crafty little bitch uh you know like aaron Rodgers is he's a crafty little son of a bitch and this is why yeah. your family doesn't talk to you rogers i'm just fucking around that's personal but it probably has something to do with it rogers because you are an but, asshole okay <laughs> 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 but who am I yeah. I just oh come on he bitch. acted like an asshole the whole off season bro <laughs> so he is kind of an asshole <laughs> And you 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 want to you want to hear the funny thing like uh, fucking Jordan Love, you know the backup QB. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, Adam Schefter tweeted Packers QB Jordan Love told reporters today that he is fully vaccinated against COVID nineteen and ready to start Sunday versus Kansas City. It's about time. So, I hope he balls out. <laughs> yeah. So I hope this is another farm situation. So, you know, again, that's the thing, dude. If you want to be vaccinated, you don't want to be vaccinated. We're talking about the NFL here. I'm just petty that they kicked the Niners' ass earlier this season, guys. That's let's, what it comes to. Let's, let's, just, let's, fact, let's, let's just factor that in. <laughs> but he is still an asshole. So moving forward from that, there's been a lot of different injuries, actually. King Henry is not indestructible. And we learned that. I, I'll dude, take responsibility I was rooting, for this one. I was rooting for that guy. 
I, I'll take responsibility for this one. A day you before, uh, no, no, a day before that injury, I was like, man, Derrick Henry never gets hurt. Boom. Uh, there it is. Any Derrick Henry owner in fantasy football and any Tennessee Titans phone, uh, fan. Come at me. Uh, come at him. Yeah, dude, that dude's a fucking juggernaut. I think he's only missed two games in his fucking whole career. But then, you know, like, what did he get? Like a fifth metatarsal fracture or something? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. All I know is he's out for the season. Which no sucks. Because he was... I don't get it. Like, in the NFL, they never give that MVP to anybody else but a quarterback. But, you know, like, offensive player of the year or even, like, an MVP. I don't, I don't get why he, he wouldn't be, like, you know, finish, like, either with the, if he kept this up. Like, dude, he was on a crazy pace. And they were working him into the ground. But he's not like your typical running back. Like, this dude's literally a juggernaut. And... To have that type of size and speed, man, like, you know, but it sucks. I think, they did they say that they're holding out hope he might be back for the postseason? No clue. I think their season's already going to be done by then. What, Julio Jones is still Julio <laughs> Jones? How many fucking games has Julio Jones played this season? How many Can, people have dropped and picked up Julio Jones in our league? He's getting kind of, like, passed around. Like, I remember, like somebody will randomly pick him up for a few weeks. And or like a couple weeks, and then they drop him, and then he he sits on like the waivers, and then somebody else will pick him up. And it's the same cycle, man. How the mighty have fallen. Julio Jones was like the guy a couple of years ago. So you never got to you got to understand your downfall is going to be just as big as your uprising. So another person that somebody's kind of having the same problems is Mister Saquon Barkley, who I have drafted. Okay, fantasy football side, I get it. It's just a game, but like. Barkley hasn't been – Barkley was supposed to be healthy. Then he got COVID. Then it turns out it was a false positive. Then he still wasn't able to make enough progress in his recovery for his left ankle to come back. Like, injuries have been just a killer this week. And it's like, Saquon Barkley is – they should have gone for a quarterback, huh? Hindsight. Think, think about all of the teams that went with running backs early. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette a few years ago, Christian McCaffrey was a high-ish pick. Uh, Saquon was a high pick. Like those teams don't like having having you know like fantasy wise, it's nice to have a star stud receiver, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't translate to the NFL, man. Yeah, or especially once these guys get paid. Oh, yeah. And Barkley's like, he was great, but they ran him into the ground. The Giants going to giant. I mean. Are the Giants giant footdoos? The Giants are giant footdoos. We're going to go ahead and move on to another injury. Michael Thomas, he was supposed to come back. And then, um, poor guy, man. He's 29. He's kind of like heading into that part of his career, you know. And he was doing his thing to come back and he actually I'm gonna <clears throat> read a few of his uh, off his Twitter he wrote I've always been a man of faith and these past few months my faith has truly been tested as many of you know early last season I injured my ankle and worked extremely hard over the next few months to get back in time to finish the season 
Unfortunately, the rehab didn't go as planned, and earlier this offseason, it was apparent I would need to have a procedure to repair the injury. Since then, the team and I have worked diligently day and night to rehab and get me back on the field. Unfortunately, there has been another small setback, which will have, which we will have to address. To my displeasure, I will not be able to make it back in time for the season, but will do everything in my power to get back to the player I have always been. I know God doesn't make mistakes, so I will continue to follow in His path, and can't wait to be back on the field in front of the best fans on the planet. It sucks. He re-injured the same. Um, Ankle. Ankle. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Jameis is out, and it's time for Sean Payton to pack it in. Okay. I that guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, don't go there. It's like you went there. I, I hate the strong word. I have a strong dislike for Sean Payton because he too is nasty. <laughs> this is just becoming a personal vendetta of yours, this podcast is. <laughs> It is. It is. But, you know, it's unfortunate, dude. When that guy is healthy and on top of his game, he's one of the, if not the best wide receivers. So, you know, you just want to see the same thing goes for Saquon. You just want to see these guys healthy and playing at the type of their, you know. And and Henry. I I was really rooting for Eric, man. I wasn't rooting for Julio Jones that much. (laughs) Moving forward, another, like I told you, it's been a crazy week. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So Calvin really sitting out for mental health reasons. And, you know, this is the one thing or the one person I won't make fun of. It is November. November is mental health month. And you see it as a game. When we see it as a game and we see it as fantasy, we see it as an outside perspective on this stuff. And we're like, just man the fuck up, get on that field, you know. Uh, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. And I get that. I I mean, I don't get that, but I get the perspective. An educated person always looks at perspective. You know, especially if you're working a nine-to-five, you're working a regular job, you're like, hey, man, your life's not that hard. But there was a tweet that I saw, and this is – I'm going to stand behind the stance on this tweet. I'm trying to find the tweet verbatim so I can it's, let you guys know. Yeah, it was – you know, he sat out a couple games this year saying personal matters. And it was the one where they went to London. And then I remember the, the one previous, I think it was just this past week, and then it came out again. I remember that one was a little out of left field because you messaged oh, me. Yeah, I found the tweet. It said halftime. It was tweeted by Rise Up Reader. And – he wrote, halftime reminder that whatever Calvin Ridley is dealing with is none of our business. And technically, that's facts. Yeah, and then and then you know, you you how you said that like, oh people some people I don't know, I think over uh, uh, a majority of people on social have been supportive for Calvin and as people should be right now. Um, but I, like, you know, a point that you have brought up was like the people that are saying you get paid millions of dollars to play a game. So just think about what this guy's going through that he's saying, all right, dude, this money doesn't really matter. Like what's going on with me is, you know, like to walk away from that, you know? So, you know, hopefully whatever he's going through, he works through it. And if he chooses to, or wants to come back to the NFL one day. You know, and I think they placed him on non-injured, uh, like, reserve or something, which means he'll be out at least three games. So 
Will he be back this season? I don't know. Nobody knows. But, you know, some things are bigger than football. And, uh, you know, it is the Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. I saw you posted about it, posted about that a few times on social. So you want to talk to us about that? It is. It is mental. Um, it's not mental. It's men's health. November, November. Fuck yeah, so, we got a month. We get a month. We get a month. Um, and all jokes aside, it's mental health is not a is not a joke. So I'm gonna just I follow an Instagram page IG gotta love the gram. It's called Fight Through Mental Health. If you want to follow it, so I'm gonna throw some statistics at you guys. Seventy-six percent of suicides are by men, with suicide being the biggest cause of death of men under the age of thirty-five. But men are the least likely to speak out or access psychological therapies more than women. So we need to break that stigma and end that silence. Do not just man up; it's time to talk. I'm going to throw some other statistics at you: eighty-four men a week take their own life. Seventy-five percent of all suicides are male. Men are less likely to get help. So, you know, it's Men's Health Month. Shout out to all the men suffering alone because society taught us another quote from Fight Through Mental Health that men need to master emotions and men need to be quiet about it and just man up. Instead, I think we need to encourage men to speak up, not we need to save lives. If these people are going through it, let them go through it. Nobody wants to walk away from millions of dollars, bro. That's a hard thing to do, personal belief. So, you know, people do Men's Health Month a lot different ways. I've been posting these on my IG stories, my Snap. I've had people reach out to me like, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, like, yes, I'm perfectly fine. It's Men's Health Awareness Month, Mental Health Month, and I'm just letting you guys know I'm pretty fucking mental. So... I just want, I'm spreading awareness. I just want all of you to be aware, aware how mental I am, but no, all jokes aside, it's not a joke. Let Calvin really deal with his shit, how he wants to let Kyrie Irving deal with his shit, how he wants to let Ben Simmons deal with his shit, how he wants to. That's not your concern. That's my two cents. We're all sports fans and, you know, fans short for fanatic and, you know, back in the day, people only cared about their teams. But now with social media, there's just so much negativity out there, man. I always say to people, you want to be on social media, be on social media, but stay out of the comment section, man. That comment section will get you. You could be in a perfectly good mood. You could be hanging out with your kids, and then you'll pick up your phone, and you'll go onto Twitter or IG or something, and you'll see a post that you know kind of bothers you. And then you'll go into the comment section, and you'll start reading in there. And you're like, I can't believe this person said this. This person that you never met, you don't know, said something online, and now it's put you in a bad mood. Like, we need to kind of get away from that. Get a, Disconnect a little bit. We don't need to know everything about everyone, everywhere, going on all the time. You know, that's kind of not how human beings are meant to be, man. Like, um, you know, uh, support your communities, uh, you know, with what's going on with yourself, your neighbors and stuff like that. Those are the people you see day to day. Um, you know, don't pay too much mind to trolls online because that's what they are. They're they're just to put you in a bad mood. And I do, uh, you know, appreciate that, you know, the whole, even, you know, growing up for us, and I think more so for the previous generations of men, 
it's always been your guy, you know, bury it down deep. Something's bothering you, you bury that shit down. You don't talk about it. And it's not good, man, because if you don't address your emotions, you don't talk about what's going on with you, that shit stays there. And you walk around with that until one day it just fucking bursts. So, you know, talk about your emotions. There's no, There shouldn't be any stigma there. Uh, we need to kind of get past that. Like, something's bothering you, dude, talk about it. Talk about it with your friend. Talk about it with your partner. Get seek professional help man there's a lot like professional help is now easier accessible now more than ever so you know take care of yourselves man take care of yourselves fellas and ladies yeah. let us have this month it doesn't need to be you know a big deal let us they they used to do they used to do no shave november or i mean or movember i wonder if they're still doing that but they did no nut in November. No, I don't think that's related to this. <laughs> you can Google that one. I'm not going to get into detail. Or perhaps you shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So it was Diwali. And um, Diwali is a festival of lights. It's celebrated by a lot of people in India. Conor McGregor gave us Indians. Fucking a Conor shout McGregor out. was all over the place with that shout out. But we appreciate it nonetheless. For real, Connor, thanks. I still like Khabib more, but fuck it. Um, you know, he's a uh, thank you and all that stuff and something about yoga and whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, the, got a little yeah. stereotypical towards the end there, but you know. No, that's just the Irish guy in him. If we're going to be stereotypical. So, Festival mm-hmm. White, some people have hit me up. I mean, it's celebrated by Hindus, Sikhs. Six, um, do more of the Bandisho Devas, you know, and more of that. What that comes down to or stems down to is from basically it, there's two different ways. Diwali Festival of Lights goes on for five days, and what that basically encompasses is um, it signifies the triumph pretty much of good over evil of Lord Rama, you know, after spending 14 years in the forest. He was sent into exile and found his way home. And then for uh, six, it's basically, it's a different, it's a different way of looking at it for us because of, for, for us, it's not the same portion of it too, but Guru Hargobindji, who was kept in a prison also from the young age of 14. And he stayed there for about, uh, he stayed in that for for 12 years. Bundi means prisoner and chord means release. So, and, and thank you for six stories for posting this. I knew this beforehand, but they kind of posted on their IG. So it kind of, I was able to post it so that other people kind of be able to find out. So, you know, he was given the option of leaving that prison and um, he didn't want to leave alone. He wanted to leave. There was other prisoners in there, there to be exact 52 prisoners that were in there when they threatened when they i mean sorry when the emperor and the guru became friends they said you know you can leave but you can leave alone but he said that the other 52 prisoners were also innocent he wanted them to leave with him so dilemma was that the only condition you'd be able to leave into is whoever could hold on to his robe could leave with him so 
Guru Har Gobindji made a custom mode with 52 tassels so all 52 prisoners could leave with him. So the lesson here is in an act of empathy, instead of just leaving him alone, he could have walked out. But Guruji put the lives of those other people in front of his. And he said that we should all try to be more compassionate and empathetic. That's a good lesson. So that's what Diwali and Bandishur is about. And happy festival lights everybody. Happy Diwali. Shout out, man. Happy Diwali to everybody. You know, um, it's kind of like our... Except Vin Diesel. Except Vin Diesel. So hopefully everybody had a good one. You know, we like to, you know, if you guys saw like your neighbors or whatever turning on, like, you know, putting up Christmas lights or anything like that early or lighting these little lamps outside. That's what it uh, it's for. And, you know, everybody's welcome to join in on the celebration and stuff like that. And just thank you for breaking it down. Um, I, it was a good refresher because I didn't know any of this, but, you know, it's always good. And uh, it's good to learn more about, yourself and your culture and i think that's an important thing gotta um, do it for the culture yeah and we're gonna miss harry hopefully he'll be back one day in order we're, to we're bring working, harry we're, back we're working we're to on bring, extending his bring harry if you guys want to bring harry back guys and you miss him like share and subscribe and you know what i'm not gonna we're not i'm not we're not gonna like you know we're not gonna like beg anybody but if you i do, will like, please rate us five stars uh this yeah. is a five-star podcast might i, I say. wouldn't i will not just because i will say if you like it yourself then please do share it maybe some other people will like it and that's that'll help the show grow and you know we're gonna keep making these nonetheless we're yeah making these you, you can like share and subscribe if you want or not either way we're gonna still keep doing the same bullshit but thank you guys you guys are all amazing. Stay up. And the Eternals and also Dune review. Um, we're going to do that in one big podcast. That'll be the next week's cast. Uh, uh, so so. Susan, I told Susan I would go in on Disney for their annual passes. And we're going to save that for the next episode. Disney, you need to stop ripping Susan off. Wait, 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 wait. Bob no, Chapek, that son of a bitch, the CEO of Disney. Susan, Susan is transferring from Disney to Universal. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Susan loves Disney. Damn well, you, Disney! Disney you doesn't her. deserve Susan. You broke her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, thank you guys uh, for listening. Like Jess said, um, and yeah, so next week uh, it'll be the Eternal spoiler review along with Dune spoiler review. Uh, Harrison, Harry, our beloved Harry, he's probably at the movie theater right now checking out Eternals. Jess is going to check it out this weekend. We encourage you guys to um, go check it out. Uh, it's, I saw it yesterday. I had a great time. So, uh, again, spoiler reviews we'll be posting for that next week. Uh, look to see that like later on in the week, next week. And any closing thoughts, Jess? Deuces. All right. Catch the pod on anywhere podcasts are. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We've been on Spotify longer than Joe Rogan. Nobody needs to go and look in and all that, you know? No, Dr. Flex. Dr. Joe Rogan. <laughs> all right. Dr. Till, Joe Rogan. Till next time. Follow us on Twitter too, Miles Apart Pod. Till next time, this is Jess and Guggen. We miss you, Harry. Signing off.